And we're back yet again, another consecutive week. I feel like whatever was playing was like a local band or something that we interviewed. <laughs> like it sounds so familiar. A band called Hot City. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds like they're, they're or local. Fenzio. I can't read it because it's tilted so far back. Yeah. That's gonna hurt my neck. I, I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of scared to move everything as I'm trying to recover my microphone. <laughs> Um, but I think they had a cleaning day, right? They had a cleaning day on Thursday, and the studio looks really nice. Looks, yeah. um, it feels a lot cleaner. Very spacious in here. Yeah. And it definitely has a more, like, less cluttered look. And I guess uh, they said the speakers work in here if we need them. So that's oh. the ones that I just don't know how to turn them on. But yeah. it's possible. They're up there. It could happen. It could happen if we had the willpower. Um, but I mean, I think we're okay with whatever's outside. We mm-hmm. can hear inside perfectly. So yeah, kind of a weird week in music. Um, more like a sad week in music. Yeah, Chris Cornell died, and then the attack, the Manchester Arena attack, terrorist attack. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of people are kind of on edge right now in um, the live music industry and just regular people who are going to go to shows. So we were just talking about, you know. Especially if you go to something that's on a larger scale, I think. Yeah. That's something that I guess they're targeting like they did in France. Um, what was that, 2015? Yeah. Yeah, so that was on a larger scale as well. So that's just something I guess to keep in mind if you're going to one of those but have fun (laughs) don't stop going um just you know it's something that that happens and unfortunately and you know but I think you you shouldn't stop doing what you want to do mm-hmm so um from the enemy.com uh they have a story about the terrorist attack we stand together the uk reels from a shocking terrorist attack at manchester arena ariana grande fans were the target of a horrific terrorist attack at manchester arena this week on um, last monday may 22nd at the time of going to press 22 were dead and 59 more were wounded making it the deadliest attack act of terror since the london um july 7th bombings in july 2005 Taking to social media, Grande said she was broken, adding, from the bottom of my heart, I am so, so sorry. Messages of support have poured in for the loved ones of those who lost their lives. James Corden gave a heartfelt message on his Late Late Show, saying if it was even possible, the spirit of the people of Manchester will grow even stronger this evening. Liam Liam Gallagher said he was absolutely devastated, while former Smiths member Johnny Marr declared, Manchester stands together. Um, And then they have information on uh, emergency hotlines that people can contact in case they are concerned about loved ones that are still missing or they have any information about the attack. That's kind of scary. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and other kind of depressing news, I uh, have the Almond Brothers band, uh, Greg Almond, that Almond died at 69, um, which seems to be kind of like the age for the older 
like That's music the... icons to icons to pass away. Yeah. That... All those drugs, man. Yeah. Um, the singer-songwriter had been battling serious health issues, quote-unquote. Yeah. Uh, Greg Almond died, Ripple reports. The news was confirmed with, uh, with a note of Almond's website, which states he died peacefully at his home in Savannah, Georgia. The singer-songwriter and guitarist from the Almond Brothers, who had a prolific solo career of his own, was 69. Almond struggled with a serious health problem troubles in recent years. He was diagnosed with hepatitis C, which, yeah, in 2007, and had a liver transplant in 2010. The rocker canceled a series of shows in 2016 so that he could take time off from touring to focus on his health. Mm-hmm. A planned 2017 tour was also scraped due to serious health issues. Um, Amon, who was born in Nashville in 1947, after playing in a variety of bands with his brother Dwayne, they co-funded the Amon Brothers Band in 1969. Their debut self-titled album came out last year, or sorry, that year, <laughs> not last year. Um, in 1971, they released their live album at the Fillmore East, which is a critical and commercial success. About three months after that album's release, Dwayne died in a motor fucking phone sorry my phone uh fell asleep (laughs) and motorcycle crash at age 24 following his brother's death greg continued performing with a rotating cast of musicians in the almond brothers band Mm -hmm. their next album 1972 72 east a peach sorry eat a peach i'm having problems reading featured a post-famously released uh, recordings by Dwayne. The Almond Brothers band split in 1976, but would reunite um, off and on throughout the years. They played their last show in 2014, so not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Greg launched his solo recording career with 1973's Laid Back. This most recent album was ni- uh, 2011's Low Country Blues. In 1975, he married Cher. Did oh, not know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, <laughs> they had a son together and made the 1977 album to, to, to the Hard Way before divorcing in 1978. Almond struggled with drug and alcohol abuse throughout yeah. his life. He once said that he'd gone to rehab 17 different times. Wow. 17. Um, his memoir, My Cross to Bear, was released in 2012. The family has asked that tributes to Almond be, be made to the Greg Almond Scholarship Fund at the University of Georgia and the Almond Lehman and, and, uh, Endowed Scholarship of Syracuse University. Hmm. R.I.P. That's Almond. Yeah, they were, they were huge, like in the 70s, right? I didn't I even know Cher had a son. Yeah, that, yeah they were about, pretty huge. They were like the southern rock gods back then. Yeah, I knew that she had a she had a daughter. Well, she has no. that son, but yeah, that was the only one I know about, knew about. Yeah, but an actual born son, I I didn't know she had one of those. You never know. That woman just keeps reinventing herself and looks absolutely <laughs> fantastic at the age she of does. 71. And her, the, the best part of her is her Twitter account. Because <laughs> it's like her brain without any like filter. Good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, 
I have a story about Chris Cornell. Um, the Music World pays tributes to one of rock's finest. Last Wednesday, May 17th, Chris Cornell was found dead in a Detroit hotel room just hours after playing his final show with Soundgarden, the group with which he became the architect of the sound of Seattle grunge in the 90s. Known for his jaw-dropping vocals, the 52-year-old also enjoyed success as a solo artist in with the supergroup Audio Slave, alongside Rage Against the Machine's Tom Morello. Millions bought his records, and the impact of the loose, slowed-down, heavy rock sound that he helped create can still be heard today. Here's what some of his peers said about him. Chester Benning from Lincoln Park. Your talent was pure and unrivaled. Your voice was joy and pain, anger and forgiveness, love and heartache all wrapped up into one. I suppose that's what we all are. You helped me understand that. St. Vincent. Chris Cornell, damn, was legit just playing Outshined yesterday. Such a loss. Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Incredibly talented, incredibly young, incredibly missed. Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave. I am devastated and deeply saddened that you are gone, dear friend, but your unbridled rock power, delicate haunting melodies, and the memory of your smile are with us forever. Your beautiful voice and beautiful self will always be in my heart. God bless you and your family. Nile Rogers from Chic. I used to go to shows just to hear him sing. I've worked with some of the best people in the world, and one of the most fun nights of my life was listening to Chris Cornell sing at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. That would have been a good place to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just remembering that guy. Another one. <laughs> um, have Liam Gallagher announced his debut solo single, mm-hmm. Manchester Bombing Benefit Concert. You can hear a snippet of the song Wall of Glass in a new studio video. Um, Liam Gallagher will play his first UK solo show next Tuesday at Manchester Ritz with profits benefiting victims of the Manchester Arena bombing. The funds will go to Manchester Evening News uh, British Red Cross Appeal, helping families affected by the attack that left 22 people dead and dozens injured. Gallagher has also announced Wall of Glass, the debut single from his new solo LP, As You Were. You can hear a snippet of that below. In a Facebook Live video from earlier today, he'll embark on a handful of UK dates after the Manchester concert. Check them out and below uh, uh, below as well. Uh, Peter Hook, Bally Drum Boy, A Certain Ratio, and more will play a separate benefit concert on June 4th. You can see the details below on that. Mm-hmm. This is again at a pitchfork.com, by the way. Speaking to MEN or men about the benefit concert, Gallagher said, it's outrageous, just so sad. What can, what can we, you do? It's just fucking out of order. These are kids and people dying all over the world, and for what? If I just knew I had to donate the profits, I'm not in it for the money. The gig was mm. going to happen anyway, and we all, um, all have to do what we can. I want to try and help pick people up, people like me doing what they do. It's our duty to give people a good time. Hmm. All right. He's not being a dick. Yeah, it's interesting, right? When it comes down to it, he'll, yeah. he'll switch that. He'll switch to that side of him. To like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're human underneath it all. Yeah. 
That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, it's not funny what happened, but it's funny to see how that affected, yeah. you know. And he's actually from they're the, from Manchester. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of great music from that city, as we know. Yeah. Um, but it seems like they all had something to say, and they all want to get involved to Peter to Hook help. too. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a certain ratio, which I know have toured with. I interviewed um, Jez Care. They were from that original, um, you know, scene in Manchester after, you know, Joy Division, the Buzzcocks and Joy Division kind of set it off, but then they were one of those acts to follow, and they were managed by, um, oh my God, I'm an asshole, the guy who started, um, (laughs) I can't think of his name, Uh, the guy who started uh, Factory Records, Tony... Tony Wilson. Okay. Yeah. So you know how Tony Wilson was very kind of involved with the, the Manchester music scene. He's, you know, he brought you know, Joy Division up from the ground, but it wasn't really his his band. So yeah. a certain ratio was was a band that he he managed. But yeah, I interviewed just um, a couple of years back. Um, I don't think he's been to the States, but he's definitely been, you know, active musically over uh, there. I was, tr- I try, I kind of meddled a little bit with one of the promoters in New York to try and make it so that it was either him or, he, so he would do a show with, um, not Peter, but um, Bernard Sumner mm-hmm. from New Order, but that wasn't going to happen because he's with New Order. Yeah. It would have made sense for him to do it with Peter Hook probably but um yeah but I saw that he's you know trying to raise money he's like my girls like they love Ariana Grande and they could have been at that show you know it could have been anyone could have been anyone's kids could have been anywhere yeah honestly Mm -hmm. but um you know it just happened to be there at that time and to me it's kind of weird because first it was the um the Westminster bombing a couple of weeks before I was over there, and now you know this southern terrorist um, attack in Manchester, which is a city that I love and adore. And you know, I could have been there too. You know, I could have been stuck in that country, which wouldn't have been a problem, but it would have been you know terrifying, I'm sure, for parents and people. You know. Yeah, especially flying as well. Yeah, just you know being being in that the vicinity of something like that happening is kind of scary but you know you do it you you do the best that you can in a situation like that and you pick yourself up and you like you were saying you don't stop going to concerts and you don't stop doing things that you enjoy just because somebody else doesn't like it yeah. I do it more goddammit. <laughs> right but um, yeah, I think that's the right attitude to not to not be afraid because then that's you know giving into this you know uh, mentality to this um, this ignorance. Yeah. Um, whatever these you know bastards are doing, um, it's not right, and we just have to get to the root cause of it, and you know not you know blame certain you know ethnicities or religions. I guess you could blame religion as a whole, but that's a whole other um, topic. Because <laughs> to me, religion is, it could be, you could argue, 
in you know a court of law or a philosophy class that it is the root of uh, evil and causes a lot of hatred and persecution and you know misunderstanding about other people my question is why can't people think for themselves in the 21st century we have we're exposed to all these different ideas and we have so much a access to things why are these people choosing this mentality this lifestyle over you know everything else that they have exposure to but maybe it's uh, maybe it's our fault too it's our fault for not being educated enough and it's our fault for not knowing that you know our government is meddling in all these countries in the middle east and have been for decades and we just um we just choose not to look the other way so i would argue that it could be our fault we really could we have the upper hand and you know we voted for our country voted for this you know president and um you know nothing good is is coming of of it i can't think of anything good that's happening but honestly we just have to look at ourselves and see what see what we're doing to to help or to continue in the path that we're currently on yeah I'm getting real philosophical. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, but I think what you said, you know, I think one of the, one good thing that's come about Trump, which is like, like, I don't know, but I think one thing I'm realizing is like, it's kind of opened our eyes to like, wait, we're not perfect. Like people still believe this other whole, like different type of belief system, you know, that they want to see up in power. And I feel like, that's probably the one good thing that's come out of this. Like, it's waking us up to, like, middle America thinking a certain way. You know, mm -hmm. that's completely different from what we think. But to them, it makes more sense. You know, and it's like reaching out to those people, I think, is super important. Because mm -hmm. for a long time, I think they've been ignored. Yeah, they were ignored in the this past election, it sounds like. So I think, you know... That's one thing I'm, I'm, I feel like we should take away from what's happened. And um, I'm just kind of, I mean, it's going to sound horrible and selfish, but I hope that whatever's happening in Europe right now doesn't bleed out to, to here. I really do. I hope that, it, you know, we contain it over there and then just put a stop to it, which is just wishful thinking, because I know that it's kind of already happening here too, but mm -hmm. not as much, I guess. I don't know. Not on such a larger scale. Yeah. But it definitely is happening, I'm sure. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just... Fuck. I mean, concerts, like... That... You know, I know why they do it, and especially for Ariana Grande, you know, her demographic for her fans is, you know, children. And not only children, like, girls, you know. Little teenage girls. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of... I know that's just so shitty to think about. You know, it's supposed to bring music, brings people together. And, um, you know, it's the greatest form of information, I guess, out there. And it's kind oh, of being brought down. A form of expression. Yeah. And they don't believe that women should have that right. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to just uh, do whatever they tell you. And, um, you know, they, they do put women down. I don't care what they say, you know, like when they're extremist. Um, 
women don't have a say. They don't have a right, and they're just seen as a piece of property. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And I saw a lot of that when I was over there. I saw a lot of women, and there's women who do it here too, who are you know, completely covered up. And to me, I don't think it's, I just, I don't think that it's acceptable. I understand that it's part of their religion. But to me, that's a sign of oppression. That's very oppressive to see to see a woman that has to dress like that, and her husband, or probably her husband, is you know dress, you know very Western, just kind of doing his own just thing. T-shirt and jeans. But that's you know I guess that's the way of the world, right? There's a lot of things, a lot of things out there that don't make sense, or things that we don't agree with. But you know, when certain people take things to the next level like that, then you, then you really start thinking about it. Then you really start questioning it. That's my, that's my two cents here on a Saturday. Philosophical <laughs> <laughs> Saturday it is. Yeah, it's also carnival. Yeah, there's some kids running around. Some of them c- came up to me at the door and was like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a." I, I just went into this whole spiel, and they were like. One of the kids, like, he thought about it, yeah. and he was like, cool. <laughs> it's like I made his, made his day. Yeah. <laughs> and then the girl had her face painted, and I was like, have such a fun day today. And she was, you look so pretty with your face painted. She was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, they're just super happy. Yeah. Yeah, but they're having a lot of fun. In so them. that's good. Folsom Street, I think? Uh, it's on uh, Harrison. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had they had the streets blocked off, and I was like, I just need to pass through. <laughs> I have something to do. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It looks super fun. I think the parade's tomorrow. I think so too. So, but this is, this is the Brazil. It's um carnival? Brazilian carnival. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, every May, every um, I guess Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah. I feel like. <sighs> yep. So get out and celebrate. Every year it surprises me. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's carnival? What? They, um, yeah, they get dressed up in this beautiful, um, you know, their costumes and their makeup. And um, it's just really cool to, you know, watch them do their, do their thing. Yeah. I think fun. the last time I, I really went was, um, <laughs> you're going to laugh, the last time that my parents were both, here visiting me I think it was uh, my graduation and one of my friends was she was in a band at the time she was in high school and they her parents I think it was her dad or her mom had a house right on Harrison so they you know opened their garage and they were literally playing out of their garage onto the street so cool as part of the festival so that was kind of fun that was my that's my memory of carnival um, but yeah, there was even a band playing a block away from here. Um, just made me sad that there weren't too many people out. Yeah. But that might be tomorrow. Yeah, it I might think just tomorrow's be the big one. Today, people are just taking it easy. Are they grabbing some food and getting their face painted? Kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> They're like eating while they get their yeah. face painted. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's funny. Well, anyways, uh, Sam Vega, our uh, driving into town all the way from Napa, California, and they literally just walked in. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> and they look awesome, and they're going to be talking to us shortly about um, their upcoming show. And 
and they're amazed by the station already. <laughs> so you want to stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
Talking about wine. Yeah. It's a nice day for wine. <laughs> We're already planning a trip uh, to Napa. <laughs> so we can take a Napa. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite wines, or do you guys hate it at this point? <laughs> I love terrace wines. There are friends who have a place on uh, Silverado Trail. Nice. So... That one's yeah, great, too. It's so yeah. good. The Sauvignon Blanc, if you like uh, white. Yes, I like white. Right? We like it all. <laughs> Ours is allergic, but I like it. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a bummer. I know. But yeah. there's always red. Does it give you a headache or something? Rosé? <laughs> Does it give you a headache? Or It just makes me yeah, sick. But yeah. Camus is delicious oh, wine, and there's so many good ones. So many choices. So tell us a little bit about your group and um, what you guys are up to at the moment. Well, Sam Vega, we've been a band for 11 years, 12 years, something like that. Yeah, a while. We're lifers. (laughs) Um, And we are, we just put out a vinyl album and we have a show in the city on Thursday at Neck of the Woods. Um, and they gave us your information. Woohoo! Yeah! Yes. Neck of so the Woods. Neck out. of the Woods. Um, and we're really excited. We're touring. We're touring in, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks, touring our, our uh, album. And we're excited. Woohoo! <laughs> Are you going to be playing in California mostly, or no, oh. no, uh, Oregon or Portland, Seattle, Port Townsend? Have you been to Port Townsend? I no. love that Beautiful. place. Go there. Okay. Um, then Boise, Boise Montana, Colorado, what? Denver. Five days in Colorado. Five right. days in Colorado. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be sick. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> and um, where can people find out more about your music online? We have a website, samvega.com, and we have songs on there. We have videos. YouTube. YouTube. Instagram. Yeah. Music. Facebook. The socials. The socials. The socials. I haven't gotten into that yet. I I don't know if it's important. I don't tweet either. I haven't. Is it good, like, for musicians to be on Twitter? She has. She's more active than I am. (laughs) Right. Uh, Bandcamp seems to be pretty popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, we're on Bandcamp. Facebook. Yeah, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. If you want to purchase it, it's on iTunes. That's great. Purchase. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the money, right? It's all about the money. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you guys come together? How did it, how did that all happen? We let's see. I I lived in Wisconsin. My sister and I lived in Wisconsin for a while, and that's where we met Pat, who's not here. Our drummer, Pat. And we kind of formed when everyone moved out to California. So there's a couple bands, like crazy band drama between two. And some people split and some people stayed. And it was Pat, Tip, my sister and I. So we were four-piece for a while. And then we met Ricky. Um, He actually played in another band that we would all kind of do shows in San Francisco and all around together. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, then you started playing with us as a trumpet player. Yeah. What? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then you know musicians, musicians, and he just quit. And then Ricky and stepped in. We had a, we had like a string of shows, like 
Pablo, he was gone. We had four days to practice for a show, and then we've been playing together now for three years. Something like that, yeah. Oh, nice. Four, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long enough. Yeah. Long enough. <laughs> <laughs> and who would you say are some of your biggest influences? <laughs> That's a tough one. We're all actually really into super eclectic music. Uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd is like a group influence, probably Velvet for all of us. Yeah, Velvet Underground. Tom I'm really Lights. into like stoner rock stuff too. Uh, sleep the... and Black Angels. Just read as fast. But yeah, just like in like '60s and '70s stuff. Uh-huh. There's all the psychedelic stuff. All genres, too. That's like. why it's really colorful, but then open in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has to represent The 70s is coming out. Every area. And maybe we can play uh, one of the tracks from the new album. Sure. It's called The King is Asleep. Yeah. And what track would you choose? Sure. We could do Pretty, oh, pretty Bird. Good. Yeah. Sure.
<laughs> our little <laughs> cell phone noise. That's how you know it's legit. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that song, uh, Pretty Bird. Or don't. Uh, <laughs> or don't, yeah. I mean, we all love like it. The lyrics are written uh, our, when our original bass player was kind of fell out of love with the band. Um, I mean, being in a band's like a big marriage, so you can tell when someone's not in love anymore, mm -hmm. you know? He was kind of on his way out, and I had a dream that he let me drown in the ocean. And that's pretty much where wow. the lyrics come from. Yeah. <laughs> Super poetic. Drowning dreams I are not scary. Like, Don't you see me? Yeah. Can't you hear me? He was me? just looking right please. at me, letting me drown. Pretty, so. pretty please, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tell us more about the your past recording experiences, recording in the studio or recording on your own, which which happens more frequently. I think we record we record on our own more. Yeah, you guys have done a few albums, uh -huh. right? This Before is our I was third, in the band. third album. So yeah, it started with just like we wanted to have an album. We didn't have enough revenue to rents a space in a studio so we put our money into building our own and like equipment so it did take a little bit longer but through that i feel like yeah this last one we recorded in a cabin out in the country mm -hmm. our drummer pat did all the recording on logic mm -hmm. yeah so it allows us to to write more while we're recording, and we can spend as much time as we spend as time pulling people to do vocals mm -hmm. and other instruments. Yeah, so it's in your own terms, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which takes a little longer. It takes yeah. a little longer. <laughs> we also don't have to rush and like yeah. get everything done mm -hmm. in five days or whatever. Yeah, I would like that. I've only rec we've recorded in another band. I've been in a studio. I think it would be a good experience to try both. Yeah, I like recording in actual studios too, but it's nice having as much time as you'd like. <laughs> right. Let you experiment a little more. Yeah. None of that financial pressure too, yeah. probably. Yeah. And then we record, uh, we record all of our practices too. So, because oh, we, we write a lot through that. We'll listen to the songs and then you're like, I'll take that part of it like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and we write together as a band a lot, so our form for that isn't as much like one person bringing in a song. Sometimes we'll bring in like a skeleton of a song, and then the band puts their mind together, mm -hmm. and we all create it at, at the same time, I would say. Mm -hmm. I guess it varies, but... Yeah, mostly we just, we'll get together and jam and pick out riffs afterwards or uh -huh. stuff that we like and kind of go with that. Mm -hmm. Ride the wave. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite venue to play in San Francisco? Or one that you would like to? Well, we, I love Bottom of the Hill. I know. I was, we I'm, used to play Bottom of the Hill constantly. Now, but, but it's been like years since we played there. And Neck of the Woods we've never played at. So. Right. Oh, that's by my neighborhood. It's, just, it's like, legit. And you like Neck of the Woods. I do because they have... They have like two areas. Uh -huh. They have the bottom area, oh, yeah, yeah. and then they have the top. Which uh -huh. You guys are probably playing at the top. We're playing at the top. top. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's much bigger. There's a lot more open space, so you can invite whoever you want. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. Um, and it's just a good venue, just because there's a bunch of restaurants around there, yeah. and it's really quaint. Like it's on Clement Street, which is like like just restaurant town. It's like little China. Like there's a bunch of Chinese <laughs> restaurants and. Um, 
It has, you know, just that small town atmosphere just yeah. because it's a suburb of San Francisco. It's not actually like dead set in the middle, like yeah. like the um, like Great American Music Hall or yeah. uh, next to a Hamlock. Yeah. 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 Sorry, guys, you don't get that. We played there, and then Milk Bar too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Milk Bar we Our, uh, Down Dirty Shake. Do you know those guys? They're yeah, San we, Francisco they've been band. here. Yeah, they have. I love. Okay, we love they do them. Have a residency there. In the and they invited us to play, and so we played this past summer. Oh, cool. Yeah, we met them. We saw them at Great American, I think. Yeah, they were opening like recently. Uh, Maybe. It's been at least. Was it for uh, the hotel years. band? What's it called? Strange Hotel or whatever. Strange Hotel. They changed their name to something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Two, that right. was about two years ago. I think. Yeah, that was longer. Yeah. Um, but Great American is just beautiful, so yeah. <laughs> I like going there a lot. It's a, yeah. it's a San Francisco, you know, Staple. I would love to play landmark. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good spot. I will. Cool, I've been there once. Mm. And they're so nice. The people who work there are so nice. Oh, yeah. That's... Same people that own Slims. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, they're not as nice as Slims. They have good nights. They have terrible nights. You don't know what they're you're They're just a lot get. more, like, strict. I think maybe because they're on Folsom, or I don't know why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe because they're in the Soma, like, if they're more tense or right. something. Oh, yeah. Not relaxing. It's not like the tenderloin's any better, but. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> Take a chill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Neck of the Woods is nice. <laughs> who Who are you going to be performing with on this tour? Oh, Crook. So Daniel Crook is our friend that we met here. Actually, you were in a band with him for a while. Yeah. They've since he's since moved to LA. So his band from LA is going to come up. So it'll be like a family kind of reunion. Cool. And then we're playing with uh, PSDSP. What's that? That's really hard to remember. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of letters in there. Suis- well, I'm going to look it up. I love them. Okay, his name's they're Eli. From they're from Fairfax. Okay. Um, and we went to a show, and he's played, actually, we have a summer concert series, and he's played at our summer concert series with just another band. And then we went and saw his band probably, I don't know, two months ago mm-hmm. um, really in awesome. Fairfax, and they're great. They're a three-piece, and they are going to be our supporting act. Nice. And then Crook is going to be our opener. Nice. You yeah. got the whole package. I know. Bring it around. So, physical suicide deterrent system project. It's the full name. <laughs> he has, those he guys are he. those guys are philosophers. Yeah. <laughs> they're an avant-garde rock band. They're an incredible, incredible sure musician. Yeah. Very bright. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so we're excited about that show. That's really cool. And so the best website is samvega.com. I think that's where it is. Yeah, samvega.com or we're at, you know, samvega music on Instagram. You guys have a really nice website. Is it profession was it professionally done? The guy behind Yes. Ryan. Oh, He's a filmmaker but was a graphic designer for a while. So okay. he um, he actually shot our photo. He's he, all media he's master. He's all media yeah. master. Ryan McGuire. Don't steal them from us. <laughs> You'll maybe want to work just, with them, trust maybe me. Maybe just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, just a little talented. bit. Very talented. So mm-hmm. so tell us about the barn, because I know he wants to hear about it. Oh, you want to hear about the barn rail? You just tell him about the whole compound. Kind yeah. Of, you know? I don't want to tell I sense a story about cults. Oh, yeah. Or 
Oh, sorry about what? Cold Seattle. Yeah, we're all yeah, we're starting um, a cold. to the barn. <laughs> uh, we have on on the property. There's there's like a 1920s hay barn that. Uh, my, it's and our I. art studio. It's our art studio. We have so a stage. Cool. We do band mm-hmm. shows. And that's where we do like summer concerts yeah. and stuff. We have like our friends bands from across the country and stuff. Come, come people we've been on shows. tour. When yeah. Come this way. We'll nice. Have shows yeah. Because there's not a lot of places for um, oh all, any kind alternative of alternative music <laughs> in the Napa Valley. <laughs> Um, we started our own place. We started our own place. That's what you do, right? You're like, be the culture you want to be. So we started it, and now we have like all kinds of bands come through. I imagine there's a lot of old timey, like you know, people old who are trucks. retiring and yeah. they want to hear like Frank Sinatra. I feel, yeah, and it's more it's cover bands, cover bands. You know, winery drunk and they want to sing along and yeah, dance. You yeah, know? It's like so we're kind of represent. You know, we keep the torch lit as far as the counterculture goes. Which has been, I would say, advantageous for us. It wasn't always, but all of a sudden, it, people are like, oh, it's cool, you know? And yeah. so we have had a lot of support artistically with people coming into the studio. And uh, we were, Merce and I are painters. Ricky's an artist as well. Um, and Teddy, who's not here, who's the bass player, is also an artist and belongs to a collective in Napa. But. Yeah, the art has been really great. And actually, it fuels our band because, you know, we're an original project and obviously bands need money and we like to be paid as well, but we're, we're going to do it regardless. So these art projects that our band gets, you know, um, involved with, like we're doing for the Railroad Square Music Festival on June 11th, which is a free festival in Santa Rosa, which you guys should come. Oh, nice. um, we're doing the stage design, our whole band, the stage design, all the signs and like any kind of like artistic, we're doing a lot of the artistic installation and you know, it's for a nonprofit free festival, which we totally love. And then we're going to take that money and we're going to put it into the gas tank for tour, you know, so oh, nice. we really do. It's great. It's like we're a band of artists, and we've, we're somehow making it work. Good for you. <laughs> oh, somehow. People need to take a leaf from your book. What? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of... I know. <laughs> Not a Kindle. Right, uh, I know. <laughs> made from trees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just here in the city, it's, uh, it seems like it's pretty tough to even get the music heard in a live setting. From what we've heard, just, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to make a deal with the, you know, the booking agents and you have to make sure that you draw a certain crowd and make, you know, make a certain cut at the door and all this, you know, politics, that kind of thing. So I think that really gets in the way um, or is getting in the way of good music being heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like it's getting harder and harder to get shows in the city. Like even we don't live that far away and it's a struggle for us to get shows here a lot of times and. When we go back to the Midwest and stuff, it's like super easy. Everyone loves going to live shows. There's like people yeah. at the shows and yeah. stuff, you know. Makes sense. Do you people think? go out more yeah. in other places. It's really yeah. interesting crossing the country and seeing different music venues. Which cities do you like playing outside of San Francisco? We love Colorado, like Denver. Denver. Yeah. They, you know, there's a bunch of bands. Today's Paramount, Nevada Gun. I'll invite you guys when they come out this summer to our, to our summer concert series. Um sure. The music scene there is thriving, and and you know uh, we started playing at Seventh Circle, which is a collective that our our buddy started, um, and just like tons of different music. Mm-hmm. It's not vanilla. That's what I like about like sometimes I feel like music where we're, we're around is just 
kind of just the a revolving, yeah, revolving like, door of the same yeah. same thing. Um, so we love Denver, Ohio, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Canton, Cleveland. We are kind of, for us, big, I guess. You know, for us, it's all relative, right? But we go to shows and, like, people are singing along. It makes me feel so good. And they're, like, wearing our T-shirts, and we're like, oh, my God. In Cleveland? Yeah, Wisconsin, obviously, because Pat, the drummer's from Wisconsin. That's where we went to art school. For um, Wayne, Indiana. For oh, yeah. Wayne, Indiana. Wayne. The brass rail is amazing. Yeah. Uh, we have a band, the Meat Flowers, that we met in L.A., uh yeah, that's awesome. So, so Port Townsend. Port Townsend. I mean, there's a, lo- yeah. a lot of little towns are super fun. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, and obviously we have fun in like Seattle and Portland and all the uh, obvious places. Yeah. But like those small towns are so fun. Mm-hmm. You really get to know people. We've made so many good friends. Do you do you have a lot of followers through Instagram or Facebook? Do they reach out to you through mm-hmm. there, or mm-hmm. how do you feel? How do people find out? about you when you go to town or when you perform in their town probably those i think a lot of it though is like we'll go to a place that we've never really been before to and play and then people will see us and like word of mouth like it and word of mouth we'll kind of spread Mm -hmm. we'll go back we'll try to go back to the same places a lot yeah yeah it's like other bands that really help you out across the country Hmm. you know they book you with their friends or like they know a place and that's who really helps you out it's good to other be connected. Mm-hmm. Contacting other bands. That's awesome. yeah. Should we play another song? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Which one shall we choose? Maybe. You do take it from me or something? Boy, could you take it from me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky's a plays the trumpet on this. <laughs> I'm just going to visualize it. Yeah. Take it in. Let it happen. This is, I think, yeah, we want to do a video to this. <laughs> Open lady door 
<laughs> Cowboy boots. Okay. Good to know. All you can eat sushi. <laughs> on the other side right, of town. Right. Not the near the side of the tracks. <laughs> Interesting town. Have you guys played there before? We haven't played there. We haven't played there. No, we always stop there. It's just on the way. We stop it, yeah. We haven't played there yet. We might. There's a good band from Reno that we met on tour called Failure Machine. Yeah. All right. They are good. That's a good name. Like, uh, like punk, funk, a little bit. They have like a full brass section. Yeah. That sounds cool. We met them and we were playing an organ. Mm -hmm. You never know what you're gonna find on the road. I know, right? So where do you see where do you see the band going in the next five years? I think that we'll be doing the same thing. We just hope to keep, you know, doing it at a bigger scale. Just keep, you know, playing better venues, playing, you know, opening up for for bigger bands, uh, touring more. We would love to tour in South America with our friend's band, The Soulfire Project, actually, have been touring down there for like six or seven years. So we'd like to join them. We'd love to tour Europe. You know, we're think big. Think big, yeah. On a sad note, what, what do you think about some of the, the terrorist attack that just happened in Manchester and then the terrorist attack in Paris, you know, targeting people who go to live shows? I know. Even though it's on a larger scale, do you think that that's affected um, the music scene in general, or what, right. what's your opinion of that? I mean, it's just, it's devastating. Um, it's hard to see that now people that will go to see music, it's such a, like, Something uplifting. you have to worry about now. Yeah, now there's fear based in that, and it's such an uplifting... It's not enough to get people to say <laughs> Right, right! I mean, not to, yeah, not <laughs> not to make to light of it, but it's like, it. oh my God, like, now people have that fear in their hearts and uh, music is like a, a savior, it saves us. Um, it's just a part of being human. And so I can't, I just like, am very emotional when I think about, when I look at the photos on the internet and you read about the eight year old girl and the, you know, and you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like it's, it's really, I don't know what to do. What are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I don't know. I think we, I think it's we, we discussed, question. yeah, we discussed <laughs> it a little bit earlier and we're just yeah. like, just keep going to shows. I was blaming religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Organized religion. Yeah. I think that's religion. the problem. You know, yeah. people yeah. who, you know, are still going back to, you know, all these old ideas and it's like, right. we live in the fucking 21st right. century, dude. Why are you going to this? And then I was mm-hmm. blaming America. I was saying, you know, we have our hands politically, mm-hmm. financially, you know, in all these mid- mm-hmm. Middle Eastern countries, you know, third world countries, mm-hmm. and we're not help. We're not doing the right thing. Yeah, we're it's looking bombing the shit out of it's gotten so terrorists. Convoluted. We're looking the other way. Yeah, you know, Israel and Palestine—they've been at it since you know the formation, and right. we just keep, you know, taking sides and fueling the fire instead right. of solving the problem. Right. But I don't know what the answer. Is. I don't know. <laughs> I just know that there's a lot of like <laughs> you know background bullshit going on yeah that people you know aren't focusing on that they're focusing more on just oh that's so terrible that it happened but then not really taking any action to fix it and then it happens again Mm -hmm. and then it happens again Mm -hmm. so 
I know. It's like we need to take like almost deeper action because yeah. I was like reading about it, and I was reading this woman's like, oh, the venue needs to be you know better security, blah blah oh, blah 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 blah. But it's like, dude, or that tar- venue that it's gonna be somewhere else next. It's like it's They're a deeper t- issue than just like how well did you check a purse? Yeah. Or like, did you pat, you know, it's a bigger issue. It's turn, turn everyone into a Nazi and the world will just be so much better. Right. Because right. right. <laughs> that really worked the first yeah, time. Right? Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think you're right. I think it's just having, learning how to have a deeper understanding mm. of the human condition, maybe. And That's you're right, too. Just keep going to shows, keep supporting, yeah. like keep playing the music, keep yeah. inspiring. Like that's and that's what I was telling her. I was like, if they say if they want to stop you from uh, enjoying yourself and having fun and going to shows, then just do it more. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's that's the, the thing. That's in a here. small skill. Right. I think that's going to make more of an impact. What's that? In a small kind of sort of way, I think that would make more of an impact right. over time, you know? Right. Yeah. Because we can't just hide away and no. be, live in fear. Right. That's what they want. Yeah. But that's not what they're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> get. So um, when's your show again coming up? Our show is Thursday. Woo-hoo! Yeah, this Thursday, right? Thursday night. First Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah, Thursday, uh, eight th- I think the doors are at 8. Okay. And then Crook is on at 8.30. And then we have PSDSP. <laughs> Something like Those that. Those philosophers Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Fairfax. Um, and then we're on, I think, around 10.30. Okay. So, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. Neck of the woods. Neck of the Neck woods. Of the woods. Thank you so much for having us too. Yeah. 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 That it worked out. I literally emailed you what yesterday yeah. afternoon last night. <laughs> and then it was so yeah, random. We responded. My friend Anna helped me. Like we're like writing. <laughs> yeah. She's like, the no, morning. Morning. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Like, you Hello. You have a secretary. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like too nervous. <laughs> like what do I say? Yeah. Yes, that's great. all we want to hear is right. yes, we'll come. Yes, we'll come. We will be there at 6.30. Yeah, yeah I wasn't expecting a response. Then when I saw oh. it, I was like, right. they no, must be real. Night. It was at 1.30 in the morning. Was, they must hours. have been out, like, just enjoying the Business. general splendor of the, the evening. Napa. Yeah. Napa. Yeah. Crazy Napa nights. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you end up doing last night? Oh, we had a good time. We had definitely a very fun evening with actually our friend who came up for Bottle Rock from San Francisco. So awesome. Yeah, and uh, we just just got done with a big production called Nimbash for Nimbus Arts that we work for. So, you know, we just all sit around and gluttonously talk about the production and watch the videos. And Ryan Ryan did a video. So that's, you know, had some champagne. Nice. In the heart of the Napa Valley. Painted the, yeah, just like typical. It sounds it so romantic. Night. It was a good night. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that you guys have a big draw up there because of the, mm. the festival. I can see you guys partaking. Yes. Somehow. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty new. It's only been like, what, a it's couple only, years? Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. taking off. Yeah, it's not. And it's changed. I think it's changed hands, right? Yeah, the first year is a disaster yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was incredible they had like, every act you could ever yeah. really see wasn't yeah. it like the cure or something yeah. yes I, I, I saw like, Elm Shakes like, there mm-hmm. 
My friend actually won tickets down here in San Francisco off the radio. She calls in. Isn't that great? Like my friend Lisa. I didn't know they still did that. (laughs) I know. And so she took me. It was fun. But our town, like, it's small. So it is congested when... A Who cares though? You bunch can... of outsiders. Yeah, it's like a weekend. <laughs> and there's, there's no hotels, is there? Or there's like yeah. hotels, but there's no Airbnb. I know. Nice. We they think... don't allow it. Yeah, that's what our tour guide told us. <laughs> I know, which is, I can't believe. It's just ridiculous. But well, that I think some people just want Napa to stay in Napa, mm. so they don't want. So they can yeah. take a Napa. So they want to yeah. take your money, basically, and I know. get we you in a very. We should have just rented out little like camping plots. Vans. Vans. We have vans on the property. We're like, like if I, I sh- went, I'd be like, yeah, I'll pay like forty bucks and stay in a van. Yeah. Aisha said, "Did you say you stayed like you used Craigslist to stay at a woman's like it was kind of like Airbnb, but before Airbnb, you used Craigslist and you just stayed." Yeah, that was. In New York, yeah, really. They just put like a vacation spot, yeah. No, it was her a spare bedroom, but this was way before Airbnb Airbnb. existed. This was like 2005. But I hear people still do that. They just put like Craigslist out, like yeah, Yeah. they still do it. It's probably frowned frowned on now. We don't wake up in a bathtub. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I'm legit. She was an artist. (laughs) She was a singer from France so oh, I trusted wow. her yeah yeah <laughs> I think she's still doing it actually wow. she'll like go to some villa or you know island yeah. off the coast of Italy and I'm like good for you <laughs> yeah. I totally trust you yeah 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 but um that was a great way to see New York for the first time sure. yeah I've been back a couple times since yeah then. New York's so amazing awesome. I love New York do you guys play there often? we play uh-huh. yeah we've played in, in manhattan and uh, brooklyn brooklyn williamsburg mm-hmm. yeah we would, we tried to go see uh green oh, dad <laughs> this story oh, <laughs> tell God. the story God, tell i made her wake up at four in the morning so we could wait in line for eight hours and be five people away not even five people yeah. away. Rough no. Trade was not kind to us that day. Oh, you were fucking man. bitches, is what oh they were. Oh, my God. So you were four, four or five people away and you didn't yeah. get to... from getting in. No. Yeah. So I ended up seeing them here or in Berkeley instead in their oh, hometown. But you paid yes. for that one. Yeah, that was what pretty penny. What did everyone penny, in but... line do? Did you all just look at each other? Like... Yeah, we're like, we're, we're all here for Green Day, right? Yeah. We're just like, we just want free tickets. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, but so um, no, there were some interesting fans, like fans that were all tattooed. We have like Dookie, and you know yeah. they had Kurt Plunk tattooed. I was like, and... I didn't know people cared in New York. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we always, I mean, being a, from around here, it's yeah. like you know, you think it's so the Berkeley scene and all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did they play at the Gilman when you guys saw them, or what? Um, I saw them at the the UC Theater. I mean, it's they're like probably a, way oh, too yeah. big to play the Gilman now, but... But this was like a small venue nice. that they played, so they were literally like... Yeah, the UC Theater's pretty me. small. But it was like a hundred bucks. But it was worth it, because I hadn't yeah. seen them in like 15 years, since so I was, you know, a wee young and, thing. Yeah. And the things, how things are going with like, for example, this week, Chris Cornell, it's like, you, you need to go see yeah. yeah, and he was, Billy Joe is just in rehab. We, yeah. I remember we were here promoting, they are playing like the Fillmore. At the Fillmore, yeah. And we were like, like, that's fucking amazing. crazy. Yeah. And we were thinking about going, and then... He canceled because he had to go to rehab. He, um, he oh, had to you never know what's going to happen. Well, he had a little episode, I think. Right? Yeah, he, he was at the, that festival in Vegas, uh, Life is Beautiful or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard of it? Um, yeah, so there was... He went on a rant or something. Something happened. Oh. 
Something yeah. happened. It wasn't the Justin Bieber rant, was it? <laughs> you had to go into yeah. No, that was another. That was the TV. Uh, show. That was, was a televised one. I think it was like a relapse or yeah. something. Yeah. But I also saw Scott Weiland. Just um, wasn't it like a couple weeks? Yeah, before? it was at Amoeba. I saw him. Do, it was like a solo thing, and he was really thin and really oh. frail. But it was cool to you know see him do his solo project. Yeah. Because it didn't work out with you know STP or whatever. Yeah. And then sure enough, like you know. It just seems like one thing up to the other since yeah. then. <laughs> we gotta see Willie Nelson. I know. Yeah. Oh, God. Willie. Hurry up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last album. We gotta see him. Gotta see Willie. <laughs> gotta see the bandana in action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would be cool. I could see him playing in Napa, playing like Bottle I Rock. I think he has he actually plays played Uptown. It's really probably, expensive. Yeah. Is that He's playing at the Greek, though, I think. Uptown. I've heard of it, but I've never... We saw Gogo Bordello. Yeah, that was a uh, weird show, but that was super good to see. It was him. great, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool theater to see. It's kind of it's just... Small. It's small, so every oh, seat's cool. good. What's it called? It's called Uptown. Uptown theater. In Napa? Yeah. yeah. I always yeah. see it, like, upcoming shows. They'll play Uptown. Mm-hmm. I always think Oakland for some reason, but I know. Yeah. But there's, there's that's, a, that's a cool venue in yeah. Oakland, too, yeah. Yeah, there's one there that was closed, and now all of a sudden it's open, and nobody really knows what they're doing. Yes. Came back with a vengeance. <laughs> I like that area a lot. Actually. Yeah, me too. Um, I guess it's it's more, you know, people know about it now, but mm-hmm. it's still fun. We need to keep yeah. the elbow room. I think they're moving, right? Yeah. They're not closing down. They yeah, they're, they can't scared. afford to to be in that spot anymore. No way. Should probably That's go to awesome. one more show. Yeah, before, before they move it. I know. It's small, but it's so it's yeah, it's so yeah. rad. Yeah. I love the little bar that they have the little TVs with the mm-hmm. the little dancers. Not a sports mm-hmm. bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we've got to find a bar. Yeah. That's not a fucking it's sports not bar. Sports it, was bar. it the Super Bowl that day? Something, oh, something was going was on, and we're like, no, because yeah, yeah. all and, the bars are going to be playing it. And her friend was visiting, and we're like, where can we go? Where can we go? They're not playing the football game. Instead, they had like a naked woman. Yeah, chicken they had the little. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm solid like, right now. I'd rather watch this for two, three hours. That's part of the mission experience. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the right choice. What's your? Do you guys come to the area often? What's we your do. favorite spot? Cha-cha-cha! Cha-cha-cha's! What? In, um, we got it on hate. Oh, God, we have a story. Oh, that. yes. <laughs> we ordered a picture. We thought it was the smaller one. Oh, hell no, never order a smaller one. The bigger one. Well, it's only yes. the two of us. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's and it's wine. I mean, you're and eating, rum. Well, you're eating a lot of food too, and then so you mix that with sangria. Yeah. Long story short, she took a, a cab home. I was like, if I take the bus, I'm gonna throw up. I still took. I still took the bus home. <laughs> my jerk chicken. Oh my! And you were fine. No. <laughs> it's not gonna be inside. I miss that place though. Yeah. It's so oh good. God. Yeah. Yeah, we have to go back. I think I got Let's water go at the Whole Foods because I was like, I'm so thirsty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were so drunk. Oh early tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta go get, get some yeah. sangria yeah. in our blood. Yeah. <laughs> Their sangria is so good because it has it's strawberries. Really I think that's why I like it so much. So good. Yeah, because usually sangria is like, okay, some wine with fruit. It's sweet. Got it. It's but this one's like, this is legit. Yeah. There was a really good, 
a Latin American bar that another friend of mine and I used to go to in North Beach. I don't think it's there anymore. It might be. But if you guys are in that area, I forgot the name. Oh, well. <laughs> but it was really good. It was like nobody there. Yeah. And we would always go there for happy hour. And they had like $5 huge glasses full of sangria that were just, you know, with, you know, a special recipe, yeah. you know, in-house recipe or yeah. whatever you want to call it. But it was really good. I was like, five bucks for this? Totally. This is something that you would pay like double the amount in yeah. a restaurant. Right. Um, and even this expensive limon has good sangria too, if I remember. Yeah. Where? Limon. Yeah. It's like on 21st street? and what street is it? Uh, Van, Van Ness. Ness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just that way. It's so nice. good. Yeah. There's a couple of them, but I like that. That's yeah, that one because it's so far. It's a, it's far away from the main, you know, street. So yeah. it's it's really um, it's a lot bigger. There's a downstairs and an upstairs, yeah. and I don't know. It just has a good like atmosphere. I think mm, it does. It's a little on the pricey side, but the food is just yeah. It's it's, it's Peruvian. It's Peruvian. okay. Yeah. So they also have a jerk chicken there too. Yeah. <laughs> With all the dipping sauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the sauces. Tapas. Yes. So much flavor. Truffle mac. I know. We're so oh, spoiled yeah. living in the city. We're <laughs> 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 always like, where could we, you know, eat next? And you're, it's always a new place that we yeah. want to try. Yeah. It's I never the same. And then we have our their do or die places. Our usual spots. Yeah. Where are your usual spots? Uh, we go to Papalote. 24th here. and Valencia. Yeah. I went oh. there earlier today, actually. I was nice. like, nope, <laughs> I must go there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very much kind of a has a mom and pop feel to it yeah i think yeah. he's been doing it like it's been there 18 years or okay. he's been doing it 18 years their yeah. salsa is the best that's Ooh. why it keeps bringing me back his or salsa and um ritual coffee, ritual oh, coffee. Ritual coffee. Yeah. they just opened a new location um in the hate but i think the original location's here in yeah. the mission mm. and then rs mundy bakery it's, it's like right next to papalote almost it's like across the street mm-hmm. but um have you guys seen in uh inside out yeah the pixar movie it's called inside out right yeah yeah um it's the movie basis uh, uh the story it's the base the origin of the story i guess or the family's based out of san francisco and um there's a scene where they're eating pizza and it has broccoli in the pizza and the girl hates broccoli and Uh she's like who puts broccoli in pizza well iris mundy is who they model that pizza after (laughs) (laughs) because most of their pizzas are vegetarian that's why okay yeah yeah. but it's good it's delicious it's delicious bread so much good yeah. food, man. <laughs> but Napa has some really great spots, too. Yeah. I don't know any restaurants there. All I see is There's wine. one I went to inside Which of a culinary school. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the culinary Greystone or whatever. Yeah, Greystone. Yeah. yeah. It's real fancy. Mm-hmm. It's because it's there, a school, right? Yeah. It's a school. <laughs> <laughs> school. Oh. Yeah, it's a school. <laughs> it was really good. It was, it was good, like huh? a full course meal. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You get to eat your homework. <laughs> yeah, because they like grow all their vegetables uh, and it's all sourced locally. It was very good. Yeah. Yes. I was very impressed. I did a production there one time and in the middle of the night, all the students made all of these desserts. And Beautiful. instead of throwing them away, they came downstairs and grabbed the production crew, which is just a bunch of uh, artists. So yeah. <laughs> and they're like, would you guys like, you know, can we present these to you? And we're like, hell yeah. <laughs> so it was like oh, 10 of us sat upstairs in the kitchen and the students came and they like would set it down and then we all got one. 
And it was like, we were just like giddy. It was so fun. It was so great. I just wonder what they do with all the food though, because they do have to make it. And then what do you do with it? Yeah, little places I could do put that. it in my fridge, I mean, man. They do have a restaurant, which is cool, meal. right? Yeah. That they do have a restaurant where yeah. they serve. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful good. building. What if you get an F on your dessert? And you're I like, know, right? <laughs> I know. No, we can't serve like, this. Like, as artists take, we're like, we're artists. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. We're like, been working for a week straight. It tastes yeah. delicious. Yeah. It tastes terrible. Mm. Should we play another track? Sure. All right. Um, we could do. Do you think Which, under the shade, shade people to the streets or island? Yeah. Do under, under the shade. Yeah, do you think? island's cool too. Island's cool too. Let's do that one. Which island. one? Island. Yeah. Do you want to do island? Island. Island it is.
about it later. Later. Sorry. <laughs> it was gonna or be you could keep it. going. It was going to be a nice comment. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting You don't know who's listening. <laughs> so tell us uh, about that song, Island. Are you on an island right now? <laughs> um, yeah, the title, I guess, Island. It used to be called Island for Beans, mm-hmm. and then we shortened it to Island. <laughs> it's a no secret, oh, folks. That's really interesting. No one is going yeah. to know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mysterious. <laughs> the mysterious island. Well, the beginning is is the animo, right? Mm, um, arteria. Arteria. So that we use that in our the arteria. It's like a synthesizer. We use that a lot in our music. It kind of adds this like other la- uh, layer, mm-hmm. like this deeper uh, sound, abstract kind of noise. Yeah, that's something um, we really wrote for a lot of years. We did. We worked on that. It wasn't easy. Like, yeah, we would write on it and be like, ah, oh, yeah. forget it, and like let it sit yeah. for a year, and then bring it back. And bring it back in for and and one time was... we were listening to a live show and we was just the four of us. And we're like, oh my god, we played that song for like ever, like fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, remember? It's just so yeah, it's just like condense, 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 condense. And it was one of those songs that took us a long time to write. Um, and then we solidified it probably on tour. Actually, you have to. And then and you know when recording. you join the band during the recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was. You guys had that before I was. Yeah. In the band, yeah. And I just wrote all new guitar. You wrote guitar, and, and then I it. play electric mandolin on it. That um, and then we all, yeah, that that's, like that's the technical, <laughs> the, the technical, uh, yeah, and then we all sing on the choruses, and actually Daniel Kripp sings on that chorus too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Vince, uh, our, our old bass player Vince, who is also, who is in Crook now, and TV Heads, they're people we play with, so it was a really fun song to record. It's fun doing all choruses, but Oops. The battery left the house. <laughs> And how did you meet this guy? Rayon. We met in um, Napa. He moved to a friend's house and he was uh, filming a documentary for uh, Gay Lou. And what's her project? <laughs> that this sounds bad out of context. Her <laughs> name is Gay. G-A-Y-E Lou. Yeah. <laughs> she is... <laughs> she no is... She is... She's so awesome. Her family, yeah, they're, they're a just family of artists. Argentine, yeah. She's married Sergio, who's an Argent from Argentina. So, uh, Ryan was gonna do a documentary on a project called This Unites Us, and so he moved in with them, lived with them, and was editing and and documenting that. And so we're friends with Nick and Sonia, and so uh, that's how we met Ryan. And then he, yeah, that's awesome. Came on into Ellers. And now he's permanently attached to you. Yes, guys. permanently attached. <laughs> <laughs> Forever right? and ever. Yeah, yeah, I won't write a song about it. Right? <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. You're playing at yep. Neck of the Woods. Neck of the Woods. We're excited. We'll bring the bus down, hopefully, grab some <coughs> friends and hop in the bus, right? <laughs> yep. I know. <laughs> it's dangerous when we play at the milk bar. I love playing there. And mm-hmm. the cha-cha-chas is right next door. That's why. <laughs> and so we were the first act when we played at the residency for Down Dirty. We're like, yes! <laughs> so then we could go. Because we don't, like, drink. I, I try not to drink that much before the show. It just dilutes it. Yeah. Um, 
there's plenty of time to party afterwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we were like, yes, we're the first ones on. Then we run into cha-chas between bands, downing pitchers really fast, and going back super happy. Yes. Yeah. Super good. Especially because I like the milk bar, but their drinks are so, so expensive. expensive. I, know. I don't know why. Why are they? And they don't we don't know. Every time we go there, I'm like, okay, we're getting. Either. Yeah. Oh, really? No, we don't. Like, no, no, you got to pay. No, I don't even remember getting drink tickets. I don't know. Because we've been there for the Queen is Dead, like a Smiths, you know, dance party thing, and it's it's always like. It's, it's always so expensive, so yeah. we just order beer. Like, okay, yeah. just kiss the beer. Just like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, the hate. <laughs> right? You never know so what you gosh. get. Whatever happened to the, the hippie Golden days? Cane, though. Do you guys go to the Golden Cane? It's a dive bar. I've been going to it for years. Is it on the hate? It's uh, on the hate. Is it so, on the strip? Yes. So after Cha Cha Cha, we walk down. It, it 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 is a true dive. Like all ages. Like you know. Uh, oh, is it like uh, lower hate? Like upper. Do you, do you, it's called oh, like okay. a theater, yeah. the little old theater. The yeah. old Vic. It's called yeah. the Golden Cane, and it's very minimal. On you would probably not walk in. It's like not. You wouldn't notice. It's decorated. It. It's like a dive, and there's yeah. always. It's that's amazing. It's cheap. Yeah. And oh, it's fun. That's, and there's that's this, unheard of in the hate now. I know. I think they're the last standing kind of. They've been there for years. I mean, I've been going there like ten years. It seems like. But the, yeah, it's, it's been, been a, yeah. So I'll have to oh, check it out. Time. After yeah. you Golden do the thrift shopping, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get a cocktail to ease your pain. I love the buffalo <laughs> cheeks there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Golden King. The Golden King. There's some that I've noticed. I've lived here about 10 years, and I'm like, I've never been to that spot, and it looks awesome. Yeah. It's like I'm rediscovering the yeah. city all over again. <laughs> <laughs> the Betty Page store is not there anymore. It's gone, yeah. The, okay. Yeah, I used to love going oh, in there. Oh, right. Yeah. We would go in there and never buy anything because it was too pricey. <laughs> but it was so nice look, to look at, yeah. Look <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, is this really like $100? All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like a scarf. Never mind. Yeah. But if you want to look like Betty, right. you gotta yeah. do it. Well, go to Goodwill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. DIY. Yeah. yeah, but still love the hate. Mm-hmm. You know? it, I feel like it's kind of lost its feel a little bit. But like you were saying, there's still some, some good spots yeah. over there. I wonder why the, Why do you think that is? Uh, it's kind of like some neighborhoods, even like the Mission. But I feel like the Mission is still kind of nitty gritty, even mm-hmm. though there's been a it's lot of... Changed. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more. Valencia like, is changed a ton, but if you go <laughs> like around here, uh-huh. or if you go, you know, down to just people who wouldn't yeah. normally come to this neighborhood. Excelsior. Yeah, right. And they got the yeah. got the money to spend, but yeah, um, yeah. You know, we're sticking with it. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, rent's gone up, but we're still here. And, right. Um, donate to Mutiny Radio, <laughs> MutinyRadio.fm. But we do need your money. We need new mic stands, uh, new mouse. Apparently, this was brand new. I don't even know what happened to the black one. Totally, don't put your mouth on the mic. Somebody just went. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what other DJs do to these things. But. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, support us and keep us uh, open. Keep us yeah. going, y'all. For bands like like Sam Vega. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, tell us about your your name. How did you come up with that? Our name it was 
an old guitar player our old guitar player named us and it's it's actually uh it's buddhist right yeah. it's a buddhist term so it's kind of like it's like the shock and dismay of like when you realize that the this life is meaningless or as you normally live it kind of thing and then you go through this like kind of anxious state and then you and then it goes through another state where you want to change and you want a, a way out of like this meaningless kind of cycle so it's like, it's like a progression of emotion it's a progression of emotion yeah. Some Buddhists could be like, that's not what it is. I know, oh. right? And I'm, I am white, so I am paraphrasing, and I hope I'm being accurate, and I should know this because this is a question that every band should know, right? Well, especially if it's deep like that. Yeah. But it is. It's almost like, oh my god. I like, thought it was one person. When she no, told me the name, I was like, oh, like, some guy oh. named Sam Vega is going like, to be no, at our it's station. Like, oh, we've been. It's like, oh my god, you've been living your life with your eyes closed, you yeah. know, and then that sense of like. <gasps> And then Realize you want to wake up and change. And yeah. so he, and we liked it. And it's hard to come up with band names. We had lists and lists and lists. And, you know, we kind of joined bands. So we didn't really want to use an old name. And it stuck. And we just became Sam Vega. And it is, it's a little tricky though sometimes because people's like, or yeah, who's Sam? Always, We're Sam Vega. Yeah. Or they spell our name, they separate it. Yeah. We're like, uh, we wouldn't. Uh, you know, spell our name wrong. Yeah. Like in the email, it says yeah. Sam Vega. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah, I think it's. I like one word. You know, names. Yeah. It's where it's yeah. Because you guys are one when you're performing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As one. As one. <laughs> as one. How yeah, would you sense. describe your music to somebody who's never heard it before? Uh, I usually describe it as like heavy psychedelic rock pretty much it's hard to describe though we're kind of mm -hmm. all over the place a little mm -hmm. bit but dark like we've we're kind of dark circus none of the songs that we played here but we have this like element of dark circus like theatrical theatrical jumpy and then you know then we'll kind of go into like more of a bluesy psychedelic style which which a lot of our new songs are now. Hopefully we can come back with our next album, oh, yeah. right? Sure. Um, and then yeah, so it's, it it changes. And I sing sometimes. I have like a low. I have a low voice, and then Mercil sing some songs. She has a very high voice. Ricky sings like an angel. He's a he's a Viking angel. <laughs> beautiful time traveler. time traveler. Beautiful voice can sing higher than me. Like so, he sings some songs. Pat uh, sings. Pat, our drummer, sings. Um, and he does a bunch of voices. What on earth? What? What on earth? Drummer singing. <laughs> I know, which is nuts. We're complaining like I have to play chords and sing. He has to move every limb and then sing. You're just like, holy shit! It's a lot of work. So he's good. He he sings in these like kind of voices. Some of our heavier songs. Um, he'll add in screams and like you know just do weird stuff. And then and Teddy sings too. So we all sing. That's yeah. good. Everyone gets a voice. It's nice to switch around. It's nice to switch around. It's a fun show, I feel like, when different, it's like the, you know, the attentions on different people, kind of, so. Did you want to play uh, one more song? We can, sure. All right. Uh, we could either play a kind of a gypsy style song or heavy. Yeah. 
Do you want Gypsy? Mm-hmm. Ish. Under, Under the shade of the great oak tree.
under the shade of the great oak tree. Are there a lot of those up north? What's that? Oak trees. <laughs> oh, we just don't notice trees over here, I guess. No. Not unless you go to, up to like the redwoods. Yeah. Then it's oh, like, right. can't avoid it because it's the redwoods. Yeah. <laughs> and is it's it, beautiful. Is there an oak tree on your property? It's actually a walnut tree. There, yes, there are. Lies. 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 And oh, so it just like covers this huge space. It's like bigger. It's bigger swear, than all of our houses put together. Yeah, it's like bigger than this whole like studio. Wow. The, the expanse of the branches. You guys should make a out. house up there. I know it's, a tree house. We have a bar that's a massive yeah. tree house. <laughs> and that song we called "Sad Walls," but that was a work. We have a lot of working titles for songs that don't make any sense or just are lame, kind of. So we decided to retitle it on the album. Um, yeah, under the shade of the great oak tree. <laughs> you came up with Slash that. Walnut. Ricky came up with that. Yeah. You could have like an asterisk. Right. No one knows that. It's really a walnut. Yeah, we lied. That's awesome. And um, well, thanks you guys for coming on by. And um, I love this postcard. Yeah, that's our Anthony's our mascot. We have a beautiful man. He's our mascot. And it says yum yum, and I'm like, what am I yum yumming for? Not quite sure about that. So Thursday at Neck of the Woods, and um, what's the door cover charge? It's ten, ten, ten dollars now. Right? Yeah. So if you go on, yeah, I think we have a link on our website, obviously Neck of the Woods Wood, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's 15 at the door. Okay. So. Not bad. This is pretty normal right pretty, now. Pretty, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, That's. $5. It's <laughs> a steal these I'm days. Like, Shit, man. Yeah, I know. I'm like. <laughs> Not so. bad. Mm-hmm. So people can catch catch a drink at the bar or yes. you know have or a bite to, to eat. green apple books right. green catch apple a books right there catch a quick read before the, before the show nice. and yeah. make or get pe- some dim sum <laughs> dim sum for everyone there was a book called that by the way yeah. for children <laughs> okay a little bit of something for everyone right? yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah thanks you guys for Thank coming you. on Thank in so much. it was a pleasure meeting and the website is Sam Vega band or samvega.com it's just samvega.com samvega.com and you have a friend named Sam Vega too he's a DJ yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to keep she was like what I know I remember yeah, earlier really, you were like it's a DJ he probably likes your stuff because you think you're promoting his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, I help you out. Yes. I help you. I, you help me. He's your friend. Ways. <laughs> That's cool. good to have friends these days. Yes. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure, and um, we'll be seeing you guys next week, possibly. 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 And stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Oh, 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 oh,
Ma 